good morning and welcome to better thyself segment of dr lamba's awakening call stress is something which affects everybody and when we are stressed our capacity to perform is reduced any kind of pressure makes you weak vulnerable unable to perform so how to optimize your performance under pressure the, the situation whatever it may be can make you feel dejected despondent whether you are an athlete or a business person a teacher a full time person whatever or even as a student you are bound to feel pressure of your own expectations as well as the expectation of others and when you can't come up with expectations whenever you face a daunting situation then you feel you don't have the skills needed to succeed so what to be done your life coaches your efficiency experts your self help books especially those belong to the western working culture stress on one factor and they say become mentally strong mentally tough this magical mental toughness is supposedly blocking the annoying nerves according to them reduces frustration but reality it's absolutely wrong tough guys special forces battle ready mental tough manly capability stiff upper lip all that basically makes a very good sound bite reality it is harmful this concept is i know adopted by many people but the moment you translate it and a crucial time comes you find that this mental toughness is a major barrier to your performance as a matter of fact we have started a mode of cultural worship of mental toughness which we consider to be a part of spartanism with quality of sacrifice and self denial dedication fearlessness and love as a matter of fact it's supposed to and i'm saying supposed to combine traits of confidence and determination with feeling being that you are in control of your destiny nothing can be more wrong than that i have seen the harm that can be caused by over idolizing confidence determination control along with attempting to look strong and remarkable actually it is an ostrich complex ostrich buries its head in the sand so that it escapes the reality pigeon closes its eyes when it sees a cat trying to eat it so this is basically mental toughness is essentially nothing but an attempt to be shying away from the reality students of mental toughness are taught to ignore their worries and that is self sabotage 
and if you have fallen into this trap, you might recognize it in any activity you do, a speech you want to make, a paper you have prostituted, a project half done, and then what you do is you come up with a valid sounding excuses. But you are poor performer. As a matter of fact, mental toughness can trigger unhelpful, unhealthy coping mechanism such as self-imposed rigid rules, perfectionist traits, a lack of self-compassion and goals being attacked as threats rather than being embraced as challenges. If you want to perform, you should embrace a challenge and goals should be a challenge, not something which is a threat to you and entering into any high performance area and seeing the encounter ahead of you as a threat is highly problematic. Then what happens? Your brain is driven by fear and you are no longer open-minded. You are no longer able to take a decision. Now what happens? Suppose you are mentally tough, you are attempting to climb a mountain, you are driving up and you have a certain, certain panic at an unexpected situation. Your car racing, immediately a spectator runs out on the road. You lose your balance or you get a puncture. Mental tough actor who can handle the pressure of a live audience right up to the moment of distraction. A distraction can be as I said a puncture. A mobile phone and then you forget all your capabilities of being mentally tough. So what to do? Be mentally flexible, not tough. I call it psychological flexibility and I base it on the concept of ACT ACT. ACT is A acceptance and commitment therapy, acceptance and commitment therapy. It's basically an approach in psychotherapy that has grown out of cognitive and behavioral therapy and blends with your capability to cope with the situations. As a matter of fact, this is based on the Buddhist perspective. Mental flexibility is vital for coping with the pressure, with the stress. And when you have mental flexibility, you can bend and you don't break. With mental toughness, you break. With mental flexibility, you bend. It's a resilience, mental resilience. And mental flexibility is vital for coping with the pressure because if you want to perform brilliantly, you need to handle well, with skills, with whatever is thrown at you, immaterial what the job is. Now, act is the ability to contact and counteract the pleasant moment more forcefully 
as to change and persist doing what is desired and without sacrificing your values. The mention of value ends is very important here. When you are rigid or psychologically inflexible, you persist in your actions unless they are no longer effective in helping you achieve and you are not aware that they have become useless. With flexibility, you can switch between strategies based on the demands of each situation. You don't have a cast iron armor. You are flexible and you make decisions how to act in line with your values. Mental flexibility is in fact associated with superior performance, better mental health. And I remember in 2006, a psychologist Hayes had done an analysis of 32 studies and then he found that this mental flexibility, this act, acceptance and commitment to time was most important. And the same principle that is important to you under which you feel pressure. For instance, imagine you are working in an office. Your boss surprises you by asking you to pitch your product to a variety of potential buyers. Or you are feeling nervous as you prepare to meet your partner's parents for the first time. You might think it to be a high pressure situation. The way to excel according to you is to grit your teeth and say, no, I'm a man. I'm capable, I'll do it. Fine. But if you're mentally flexible, you'll find it much more easier to handle and your stress would be less. Only don't forget that you have got to be committed to your values and know what matters to you. Because values provide you with a direction and you don't have to show off when you are committed to your values and you are showing, you are taken as a human being. So that's the second thing. Third, separate yourself from your thoughts. What do you think normally? I am useless at this work. I feel I cannot do it. And often you might think, I cannot make a presentation. I am useless making presentations. I have goose berries when, and goose pimples when I have to speak to the people. Now these are in fact emotionally driven thoughts. By recognizing this, and in act psychology we call it diffusion, you won't get unhelpfully caught up in these negative thoughts. So what do you do? You separate yourself from your thoughts. Let the thoughts not come to you. So the first thing is to notice the unhelpful thoughts that are rattling around your head. Don't dwell on that. Notice them. Ignore them. You have got to be aware of them. And the visual way to think is that is to imagine your life as a bus. You are a bus driver. You are driving. 
No, there are half a dozen passengers sitting and then they'll you seem not to be so. And then they start giving you advice. Turn right, turn left, go straight, and then now this is up to you if you're mentally flexible that you will follow your judgment, your feeling, your thought. Because those passengers are distraction. So you are the driver and the direction of the travel is the values that you live by. And the passengers are thoughts or feelings who are to be negated, who should not impact and influence your judgment. Your job of, as a driver is to stay focused on the direction of travel and not be distracted by the noise and chatter of the passengers. But you can't knock them off from the bus. They would be there. The only thing is you don't pay attention to them. Another way to separate yourself from the thoughts is to repeat an amusing voice like Minnie Mouse. Something to yourself. Start humming. Start saying something. And that will help you suck out the negativity of negative thoughts and clear your mind. And then, it might sound silly to you, but you can indulge in a distance self-talk. For example, you are playing tennis. So instead of saying that I am weak with my first serve, at some distance, I used to think that my first service is weak, but not now. When you are a step further away from negativity, you would get to see, I am noticing, I am thinking, but it's not real. The same principle applies to the context, as for example in an office. You say, I am afraid of presentation, then you say, I used to think that I'm afraid of presentations and I begin poorly, but no, I can do it better. When you are under pressure, you might feel overwhelmed by your feelings. Notice aggression, unforgiving language, and then thoughts, negative thoughts, unforgiving language comes to your mind. I'm terrified, I'm furious. I'm angry. No. It's like the passengers of your bus using very emotive language as they try to get your attention. Interpret your feelings so that you can trigger them away. Don't indulge in fight or flight situation. Ignore. Learn to ignore. And then you would find you are much better. As a matter of fact, the third part we have got to understand is, once you have thrown these thoughts away, you have got to replace this self-talk that increases the pressure. We are taught right from the day we are born the value of should. You should do that. You should act this way. These norms, they are stupid. They kill you. They are counterproductive, especially when you are under pressure. Should, ought, required, this is wrong. So, such normative words should be a red flag to you.
as a matter of fact, the moment you are having should, you are told to do something which is not proper. So use a broader vocabulary of emotional language and avoid pressure talks of should. Now what to do? Replace the words like should, must, have to with more open words like I notice, awareness, opportunity. Now when you move towards gentle language, you can adjust to the demand of situation much better. You should tell yourself or rather you should be aware to tell yourself that you can impress your boss, impress the audience by being what you are, authenticity. I have always been saying be authentic, be aware of yourself and then should is not important. And last, break your rules. We always set rules, parameters. Rigid thinking and routine can increase feeling of pressure. Remove them. And this mental flexibility must you dwell. You would find much easier if you just indulge in one thing. Every morning for one week, do something you ordinarily don't do. For example, when you get up, instead of brushing first, why not have a loud laugh? Why not go out in the lawn or the balcony and have fresh air, pucks you up and then come and brush? Dinner time, you might want to leave the dishes for the morning. Why not clean them right away? So do something which you normally don't do. Simple. You wear a watch, so stop wearing your watch for a week. This only helps you to break the routine. And then, last, and we get referred to earlier, identify and remember your values. Do not forget your values make you and those values will stand by you in the time of pressure. So key points to sum up. First is, mental toughness is bad. It's a wrong approach. Instead of mental being tough, be mentally flexible. Second, separate yourself from your thoughts. We all have difficult thoughts, but you have got to learn to notice and accept, but not respond and react. Next, practice labeling your feelings more accurately. To avoid becoming overwhelmed by negative emotions, focus on improving your emotional literacy. Then replace a self-talk that increases the pressure. Replace it with normative, non-normative words like softness, awareness, opportunity. Break some of your own rules without breaking your values and then keep your values intact. Don't forget, flexibility always trumps toughness. One way to motivate yourself is to develop more flexible thinking, to see how others who are considered tough have moved forward. And you would find that when they were flexible, they improve their performance under pressure. So why not you?
these eight steps which I have told you, if you follow them, you would find performing excellently, whatever the pressure may be, and that's what you want. So better thyself by changing your attitudes and your performance will be excellent. Be sure of that. Thank you.